Welcome to C-Suite Radio. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for another edition of the Brett Allen Show. It's go time, you and me. Join us weekly for the latest pop culture interviews from your favorite TV shows, movies, comedians, and so much more. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, felt good. Plus, you never know who will drop by. What happened here was a miracle. Now, here is your host. I said, throw down, boy. Welcome to the night's main event, Brett Allen. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of The Brett Allen Show. Thanks for watching and listening. Be sure to subscribe, hit the notification button for the latest and greatest pop culture interviews. And, of course, if you're listening on the audio side, please subscribe. Leave us a kind rating and review. Five stars uh, goes a long way and helps the show out. Today we are chatting with actor and To Your Eternity star Jacob Hopkins about this project and a mini many other things uh thank you so much for your time of course yeah it's my pleasure thanks for having me well it's interesting because i've had other voice actors on who do the anime side of things and uh this show of course is streaming on hbo max and crunchyroll which i just found out about the latter i didn't even know such a platform existed i think that is so cool that they have something uh so dedicated uh, to the anime world. Uh, congratulations on everything. And, Thank you. Uh, yeah, how does it feel to have this project out and and uh, have the fans be able to watch? To Your Eternity is um, a very special project that I definitely hold near and dear. Um, and I'm really excited that a lot of people uh, share that same uh, enjoyment that I do with it. And, um, and I'm really excited uh, because... Uh, I just found out like a couple days ago that season two uh, finally has an official release date, October 23rd. Wow. So yeah, be on the lookout for that. We, we knew it was coming. It was fall 2022, but now we actually have a day to look forward to. Um, so yeah, feels great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that has to be exciting because I imagine and am imagining, you know, when you're working on these projects, sometimes you just kind of don't know when it's going to go. So to finally have uh, a release date has to feel good, you know, <laughs> to be like, oh, yeah. finally. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like even I was kept in the dark. I was like, when is this thing coming out? <laughs> but you don't even know when it. it's going to appear until they just make an official announcement. Right. Yeah. I, I am right there with the fans. I, I, I mean, it's, it's definitely, 
it feels surreal. I started recording season one like a year ago, and this is going to be um, our second year going in. And I'm really excited for what the story has in store. I've been reading the manga and all the comics that um, that I can't quite talk about. I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, there's a lot of new characters, um, a lot of new stories unfolding that have to do with the knockers. And, um, and I'm really excited. There's a lot of new characters. Um, a lot of people know who Bon Clay is. Um, I've been seeing that like tweeted around, but uh, yeah, I'm really excited. <laughs> Yeah. Now you've been in the industry for a long time. I mean, you've been on screen and behind the camera as far as like voice acting and things. And you got your start really uh, in the film Priest with Stephen Moyer and Paul Bettany. Um, and I think you were what, five when that first came about? Oh, yeah. I was I was a little, little kid. Yeah. Priest was uh, is a movie about these priests that hunt vampires um so it's not really for the faint of heart but uh i was i played this little kid that um was opposite of paul bettany and i i had a very small scene it was like the first like big thing that i did um yeah again i was only like five years old but yeah got to work with vision himself um and that was really fun it was a really good experience what interested you in becoming an actor or a voice actor or a storyteller? Where did that like journey start for you, uh, Jacob? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my dad was actually an actor before me. He played AJ Quartermain on General Hospital in the yes. 90s. And um, I didn't want to and... spoil that for people. But yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little, that was it's in a... your blood just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. Kind of fell into it. Um, but uh, yeah, he and I were uh, running errands one day and he stopped by his agents and um, and they took interest in me. They asked if I wanted to start acting and you know, I, I kind of really didn't have a concept of that, but I thought, you know, it sounded fun. Might give it a shot. And yeah, the rest is history. Signed there and, and been going ever since. Now, interestingly enough, did you spend time on set with him and things like that? So you kind of had an idea of what that <laughs> world was like. I didn't, but I I'm very I was very fortunate because at such a young age, it's 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 really crazy navigating that world um, without any experience. And I was very fortunate to have um, both parents, my mom and dad, who are actors, and they, they knew the ins and outs of the industry and, and they knew what to, what to teach me. You know, I learned how to act from them. Um, I learned how to work sets from them. And um, yeah, basically I, that, that was, that was really my start. And then um at around 11 years old is when I got into um, voiceover and that, and that my parents didn't have any experience in. So I was kind of, I, I was technically on my own there. I learned everything I needed to know about acting from them. So I had that part down, but it was a completely different game um, voice acting wise. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a crazy world, but I'm, I'm very humbled and thankful that I had the, the people that I love and who love me to show me the ropes pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. And do you have sort of a preference when it comes to entertaining, like the acting side or voice acting is, or it's just all, it's just great to work basically. I, I feel like it's great to work. I love it's hard to compare the two because they're so different. Um, I, I, I really like theatrical on camera acting because I love, I love 
becoming a character and and creating that presence that people can see you know but with um voice acting it's all through your voice there's no cameras there's only the mic so you have a lot more freedom in 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 sort of exaggerating these characters um because you know no one can see your you know your facial expressions your body language your body movement it all has to come through the voice so there's a lot more freedom in that regard of exaggerating like the vocal tones the gruff the pitch and that's really fun to play with yeah i i would imagine um it just has to be fun and exciting two really different skill sets right as far as that goes. oh yeah oh yeah for sure it's and it definitely it definitely makes me feel good about being like well versed in both fields um because they're they're so fun they're they're so different and i really i just really enjoy both of them yeah so i have to mention if if i didn't um you were also part a of a a part of my son's childhood uh, the amazing world of gumball which we watch yes. over and over again repetitively uh and still to this day on youtube clips um that was a big thing for you that was a very popular show yeah yeah that was my first uh big lead and voiceover like it was just all in one i before that i had done like alexander drew on true blood chad cramp on the goldbergs but I didn't have any voice acting experience. So like I said, when around 11 years old is when I started voice acting and that was, and Gumball was the first audition and voiceover job that I booked. Um, and it was also a lead. So then like that never happens. So yeah, to get even saying that out same. loud, that's crazy. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was definitely a huge blessing in my life because it basically taught me everything I need to know about voiceover. I had done the show for like four, almost, maybe almost five. I I know I want to say four years. Um, and I had to go through, I, I didn't just get the role and start recording. I auditioned and, um, they took an interest in me, uh, but what they wanted to see, what I could do, well, they, they wanted to see if I could take on the role pretty much. It was this mantle. And so I had to go through like a couple months of training basically wow. where I had to, um, I had to sort of create the stamina to keep up with like these two hour sessions, um, which seems like nothing to me now, but um, that That's was you know, before time. I had done anything. Yeah, yeah. It's a, and like, you know, once a week I had to do these two hour sessions. I, for the training, I had to record like snippets of episodes, scenes, full episodes. Um, I had to basically train my voice and voiceover where I had to speak clearly, but fastly. Um, I had to enunciate and make sure people understood me. Um, I had to create that hyperactivity of an 11-year-old talking cat, which probably thinking back wasn't really too hard for an 11-year-old myself. Um, but I had to learn how I had to learn how to control my pitch, my range, um, the, the vocal tones in my voice. I learned how to create like gruffness and vocal fry. Um, also learn, uh, really fine tune my singing abilities because they started like giving gumball all these songs to sing. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and it actually helped like smooth out my voice. And, and the singing really helped me gain a lot more control over what I could do with my voice. So four years of all of that. And, and, you know, and here I am now, years and years later, 20 years old, nine years later. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, 
but yeah, here I am. And I wouldn't have it any other way. I love it. Do you do the cons and things or these like anime conventions? Oh yeah. Uh, did you go to the one in San Jose recently? Uh, I believe there was one there. Uh, we had another, another uh, voice actor on who is in Jujutsu Kaisen and he just did the one in San Jose. Do people ask you to do voices when you, when you see them and things like that? Is there like a go-to that people ask you for? Oh yeah. The, so part of like the whole deal is that, you know, people can get like autographs and pictures and stuff, but they can also get like uh, voice recordings. Okay. So I've had so many people come up to me like, Hey, can you do like a thing where, you you record like a voicemail for me where Gumball answers the phone and he says, Oh, I can't talk right now. Please leave a message after the beat. Um, so yeah, that's definitely a thing. Um, I love doing that stuff. It's so it's so stupid, but it's funny. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I think too, you know, you're sort of creating a special moment between yourself and the fans. I think that's really I think what it comes down to more than anything else, and it just it's creating special moments, right? And I think, oh yeah, because the world that you're in is so different than what people are used to. Well, I've had I've had people like come up to me and tell me like I've changed their lives because of Gumball. I remember there was this um, woman bodybuilder who was cosplaying a She-Hulk. Uh, I think I was in Sac Anime back in like 2018 or 2019, and and she she came up to me and she told me, you know, the, the bodybuilding community was just, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard life. And, wow. you know, it's, it's a lot of dedication and that, that dedication kind of took away time that she could have spent with her daughter. And Gumball was a show that they would watch together and bond together over. And she said, you, you help me like create this really deep relationship with my daughter. And I'm so grateful. And, and she was tearing up and I, I was tearing up. I, I, and that was the first time I realized that, you know, I, I kind of just thought of it as like, you know, it's just a show, but people, it's a lot of people that really love gumball. I mean, it's, it's definitely become a big part of their lives. It's gone on for six years and, um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful really. And I'm, I'm very humbled and grateful for those kinds of moments that I can, I can connect with the fan base and, and realize that, you know, I was a part of their lives. Yeah. I mean, right here is a perfect example of my child watching this show in real time <laughs> as he's growing up. Very cool. Well, I'm excited for people to catch the project. Can you just plug it really quick and let people know uh, where they can see and watch? Of course. Yeah. So there's a uh, two year eternity. I voice Fushi on that. Um, that's on Crunchyroll and HBO Max and season two should be coming out October 23rd this year. Um, I also have I voice Makoto Katai and Komi Can't Communicate. Uh, season two just dropped recently on Netflix. So give that a go. Um, I also voice Oishi and Prince of Tennis. That's on um, Crunchyroll as well. We just had a new series come out. Uh, it's called the U-17 World Cup, Prince of Tennis. And I, th I believe we're getting new episodes every week. Um, and then what? Oh, yeah. And uh, for you, you know, visual watchers, uh, if you can see the uh, background I got behind me, I got code from Boruto. I'm super excited to announce that I'm voicing him. Uh, 
really, really happy to finally be joining the Naruto franchise. It's been a long time coming and uh, super hyped about that. So yeah, a lot of, now a lot of new exciting stuff. So thank you for, for checking them out. And if you haven't, I, I highly encourage it. Yes. Jacob Hopkins. Thank you so much uh, for hanging out today. I appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you. Have a good one. Thanks for listening and being a part of today's conversation. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. It's absolutely free. A major proportion. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. And remember, we care. <laughs>